Good afternoon and welcome to the Market Wrap for APW week ending August 20th, 2021. This week we're going to talk about some top tax saving ideas. Okay, we've talked a lot about the boom and how well it's gone, but if you're going to pay 50% in tax, what's the point? So let's talk about tax saving tips um, for buy-to-let investors. This is inheritance tax, capital gains tax and income tax. Okay, as far as most of us are concerned, we're buying these properties to generate income in the future to replace what we've been earning or alternatively to as an addition to what we've got, which gives us a better lifestyle. In addition, creating some sort of wealth patterns for our children. With average house prices at 460,000 pounds in the UK, it's gonna be quite difficult for a child in the future to get onto the property ladder. And so the bank of mum and dad is going to be a big resource and is talking about being the biggest lender going forward. So what are the what are the sort of issues you might have? Okay, inheritance tax. You pay 40% inheritance, or your kids would pay 40% inheritance tax at anything over, I think, £650,000, which is your dual allowance for a man and a wife. So if you've got four houses and they're all worth about £450,000, that's going to be like a million pounds liability, of which you'll have to pay 40%, £400,000 on. And they have to pay that within six months of your death, and they have to pay it in full before they can do anything with your estate, which is pretty grim. Okay, let's say you go back to the UK and you've got properties generating you bags of income. You get a job in the UK, suddenly you're in a high, high threshold tax situation. 45% tax, nightmare. What about if you have a non-DOM spouse? If you have a non-DOM spouse, um, they won't get a UK tax allowance. So that's 50% of your income goes in tax. So let's think about these sort of things before you go back to the UK or before you even buy. There are the worst case scenarios, but they will happen if you don't do anything about it. So things you can do from an inheritance tax perspective, say later on down the track, you want to start divesting assets, give it to your kids, you just give it away. So you can give it to them as long as you live for seven years. It's a PET, potentially exempt tr uh, transfer. First three years, tax is quite heavy if you die. For the final few years, it just fades away. So it's not a bad idea, but it means you're also giving away the rental income. Is that what you want? If you bought it for, for income in the first place, possibly not. In addition, there might be stamp duty issues because the the bank might not like the idea of your them taking over the, the mortgage if there is one. The HMRC might see it as a stamp, a stamp duty event. In fact, they probably will. So they'd be stamp duty. So you can give it away, but there are potential issues with that. So one of the ways of getting around that is to create a trust. So you create a trust and instead of just giving it away and having no control over it, you become a trustee on the trust. You hold, hold it in there um, and it stops them from abusing the property. If they marry someone else later or they, they have a new partner, it stops them abusing the property. You know, if I die and my wife, I hope my wife carries on and finds someone to share a life, but I don't want them spending my money. So you can be a trustee as long as you're not a beneficiary. There'll be no inheritance tax after seven years. The limits into a trust are 325,000 pounds per person or 650 if you're a couple, okay? If you stick to those limits, you can do it again in seven years time. So over seven years, you can do it. Same problems issue uh, uh, exist on the mortgage and on capital gains tax and potentially stamp duty. So you have got issues there which need to be taken into account, okay? buy through an SPV. Ideally, you set up an SPV and then buy the property, single purpose vehicle. 
um, but if you don't, you can always incorporate it, incorporate the property into it afterwards. Now, what are the benefits of this? Broadly speaking, a lot of the benefits of owning property five years ago from an income tax perspective exist, i.e. you can still claim Myra's mortgage interest relief at source. You can still claim most of your expenses against it, which is super. So it's, not a, it's a very good thing. Also, HMRC are very keen for you to do it. They've been funding a lot of these startups with cash to get people to, to um, set up, excuse me, set up uh, SPVs to own property. Why? Because it's very transparent for them. And it should mean it's very transparent for lenders and lenders should offer you a cheaper rate. But unfortunately, they don't do that at the moment. So what are the benefits? Over and above that, if you put property into a, into a SPV that's already purchased, then you would have a stamp duty liability. Unless you have more than four properties and potentially you could, you could um, qualify for, I think it's called section 162 corporation, incorporation relief. All right, so you've got, the money, you've got your properties inside an SPV. What estate planning decisions can you make? Okay, you can give your kids shares in a company instead of the whole property. So this can help manage your exposure to capital gains tax. So you, you phase it along over time. It's an opportunity to restructure a company to your advantage using class A and class B shares, uh, preference and ordinary shares to control yours and your kids' access to income and control of the company. So it's, it's a very positive way of doing it in that you can avoid a lot of taxes and you can, you can start avoiding inheritance tax in, to, in total via it. Um, a second way of using the SPV is what we call maintain control or have your cake and eat it. And basically you can transfer shares to your kids so they own it, but you can stay on as a director and have the income as long as you've got a pay as you earn role and a contract with the company. So inheritance tax, it goes to them, so there's no tax, you get the income from it. You can also sell your shares to the children at full market value, but take payment in monthly installments. Again, creates an income for you. And that'd be free of income tax. And then at the same time, you can do a, a clause in there that if you die, they don't have to carry on. So it's a, very, a lot of very positive ways of using companies to own property that you should investigate but do get an accountant involved and we can certainly help you find the right person. Finally, you can take out some life insurance. If you do some life insurance um, for your liability for inheritance tax, that deals with the problem. So it's got to be written in trust though, because if you don't, the policy proceeds will just be added to the value of your state, which just increases your inheritance tax bill. And secondly, it gives you executors instant access to that insurance policy to pay your IHT bill. And so avoid the problem with the children having to stump up the cash. So you can see there's heaps to think about. Um, simple planning, proper planning prevents poor performance. Uh, and that's what we would suggest at all times. Over and above that, um, things we're doing at APW, try and watch the grant property video if you get a chance this week. They're talking about uh, HMOs, houses of multiple occupancy, rented out to professional people, how to make money using those, how to use SPVs to own those, why it's a great idea. Also, we've got our property partners uh, promotion going on, where you can come and be one of our partners, gain access to much more information than just this simple market wrap on a regular basis and really keep yourself in, in tune with what's going on in the property market. So that's it for this week. Thank you very much. Do take care. Bye.